Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dialogue Tree. This is episode 42. My name is Daniel Padilla, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Matthew. Everybody betrayed me. I am fed up with this world. Peterson. Hello. What's uh, what's good and new in your life, dude? Well, first of all, we are not recording from our usual uh, on-site Discord location due to uh, some technical issues with our sound guy, Craig. So hopefully he gets his shit together and decides to work with Discord so we can go back to having Owen post stupid memes while we're recording. Right. <laughs> yeah, we uh, unfortunately have to record today from uh, Craig's apartment, which is not the most appropriate, or I guess the nicest place to be recording out of. Yeah. I will say. It's a little dingy in here, a little smelly, but, um, you know, current circumstances, exactly, current circumstances do not allow us to, uh, you know, take any liberty. So we, we have to make do with what we have. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, dude. Uh, yeah, I finished reading East of Eden. Uh, it's really good. It? Damn, dude. Well, yeah, I was on like page 400 or whatever when I told you you should read it last right. week. Shit, so, I mean, that's not, it took me like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, right. It's just, it's just, I'm so, I'm so um, intimidated by that novel that I'm just, whenever anyone tells me they finished reading it, however <laughs> long, however long it took them, I'll just forever be impressed, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely long. But I don't know, once yeah. you just like start doing it, every, every day you'll along, just keep doing yeah. it yeah right, right right yeah it's quite good i don't really have anything else more to say about it i just thought i'd mention <laughs> that i finished it oh very nice man very nice yeah. you would recommend it yeah it's good it, it just kind of like ends in the middle of the story which is pretty gotcha. cool because it's not really about anything in particular anyways because right, like because right, right, right. like people will like be born and die and like this story covers all these people's lifespans and like switches between all these characters it's pretty like a sprawling narrative so the fact that it just ends in the middle of it is, is pretty interesting i think right, right, right that makes sense man yeah very cool do you have a do you have any topics for today dog one thing that I might as well talk about it now before I forget yeah. is the update on the Re- Connecticut Republican primary. Oh, um, shit, dude. Right, with the dude that was in prison or whatever? Yeah, so as a refresher, if you didn't listen to uh, last week, right? Yeah, last week. Uh, so right. it was a very close race, and then the police came and arrested one of the candidates during the time of the polling for a uh, suspicion of like domestic assault or domestic abuse. Okay, that uh, I did not remember. The charges. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. I did not remember that he had been arrested during the actual polling. I thought he'd been arrested like before. Yeah, because yeah. it oh, was damn. the story gets way deeper, though, because OK, cause, so now p- people are mad because they're like, I voted for this guy. And then you tell me like he, he like beats his wife or whatever right. like, to, after I've cast my vote. So okay, now, hold on, hold on. Right, right. So people yeah. were vote were out there voting for him before they even saw the news and he's, that he's he been was arrested. winning. He was winning by like one percent, but he was winning. Right. Um, well, and so oh, then people voting didn't yet know that he'd yeah. been like arrested or for at least whatever. not everyone, you know, not everyone. Right. Gotcha. Damn, dude. So, <laughs> so then, um, they had to do, they demanded a recount. So recount right. was done. And now of course the other, the opposition one, um, right, right, right. but now it turns out that the, the other guy who, who did win had known about this for like a year now. Yeah, he had the Yikes. evidence. the The wife or girlfriend or whoever was assaulted had come to the opponent and given him the evidence, and he had gone to the Republican like chapter head or whatever, and he was like, "Right, take this to the police or don't take it to me because it's is not in my jurisdiction." So he just like dropped it, and then the day before the election, this guy comes out with the evidence, goes to the police, and gets his opposition arrested like the day before. What a political move. Like, what a scummy thing to do. Like, instead of just right. coming out with it, 
he doesn't give it time for like there to be another opponent. He just like uses it to guarantee his victory against to this guarantee guy. His, yeah, yeah, to guarantee his own win. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just like a huge, huge mess in the Republican Party because like no one's happy with either of the of course the guys. Right, um, right, right. So now they're like, we need another recount <laughs> because this guy is worse. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, because of because of what he did, and people weren't voting for him anyway to to begin with, right? Like if the yeah, other dude's yeah. winning, that's for a reason, right? Like people yeah. don't want this guy, yeah. And so this other dude is still this other dude is still like in prison or whatever. I I, I don't know if he's been bailed or or anything because right. they were reporting on the the opponent, but I I, I don't know if they're going to do another recount or what. But it it definitely had way more of the story than I thought that like this was this was out there for like a year right right, right, and they just didn't do anything you just sat on it shit dude yeah that's awful i'm sure this is not the end of the story man so i'm sure you'll probably most likely have yeah i'm sure more things will come out as it goes on right right, (laughs) that's where we're at right now i guess you'll i guess you'll keep us at the edge of our seats until more details and further episodes uh, are released the funny thing is there's no way connecticut doesn't like the democrats so it it literally doesn't matter Right, but like, <laughs> but like yeah. just for the sake of having a democracy candidate, yeah, like having yeah. a a fair opponent. Right, 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 right. Um, hey, dude, you know it's it's Thursday the twentieth today at the time of the recording. Oh, is it? Yeah, dude. You know I bring. You know why I bring that up? Why do you bring that up? Because there's that image of the there's that still from from that Simpsons episode with some dude rapping and he has like a big like a big bling bling. It, is that even a word that people use still? Like, is that even like the appropriate word to use? The, the word bling singular is. I, I've never heard bling bling really together or like, oh. like unironically together. I mean, people <laughs> used to say it. Okay, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> so I'm not just making that up. Okay. People say drip now, I think. Okay, I don't even, I've never heard that, I don't think. But I, I okay, so so anyway, what I mean to say is this rapper dude from the Simpsons episode, he has like this big chain or bling or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That says Thursday the 20th. <laughs> so, huh? That's why I think it was something worthy. That's of pretty bringing, good. Yeah, something worthy of bringing up. Yeah, uh, on today's episode, um, dude. I have a couple of things that I want to talk about, dude. Some very okay, good. relevant, <laughs> relevant, relevant things that might, uh, you know, I might turn some listeners off because of how controversial these things are. Okay. Uh, do you think? Do you think you're ready for these for this conversation, dude? Yeah, I mean, I have, I have nothing else to talk about <laughs> on the, on, in my mind, at least. <laughs> right. Okay. So. Uh, Breath of the Wild, we, we all know the game. We've all played it, right? Needless to say, I have not picked that game up since we last had that conversation with Spencer, whenever that was. Back in like, that was like three months. I mean, maybe maybe like, a little less, but yeah, like February, March ago. or some shit, right? Yeah. So I haven't picked it up, but I have, you know, because like I, I watch a lot of YouTube, I watch a lot of gaming YouTube. And, and, and Breath of the Wild is such a big game that like I'll often come across, you know, people playing the game. And something that I've noticed, and I think it might be a little bit why I'm sort of put up put off by it and and so there's a couple of things that i want to touch upon right a lot of things of course from the perspective of someone who's only put like a couple of hours into the game and other things that i have noticed from like watching other people play it for a lot longer one of the things i have noticed dude is that what's the word that the shrines shrines the challenges right? yeah yeah and those there, there's like 120 of those at least i think i think right just, just about excluding dlc excluding dlc exactly right what I've noticed, dude, is that they all, and you, you can correct me here, but they, from what I've noticed, they all look the same. Oh, interior, like, palette right. or whatever. The yes, interior palette, absolutely. interior design, right? Yeah. What What do you think about that, dude? Because I think that honestly kind of puts me off, man. The fact that there's so many, that they all look the same, especially, 
You know what I mean? Because I, because I, because I'm the type of Zelda player. Granted, I haven't played a whole lot of Zelda games, right? Like I've I played Ocarina, um, and I've played the recent Switch one. What's it called? Uh, Wins Wink, Link's Awakening, and I've played the 3DS oh, yeah. one, A Link Between Worlds. So I'm I'm used to that style of Zelda games, where like every sort of like little temple thing is themed around something, right? So like I know Breath of the Wild has its own temple. There's the, the yeah the beasts. Right. Right, right, right. Like, I know it does have its own temples, but just the fact that there's so many shrines and the fact that they all look the same, because this is something that I started to think about even when I was still playing the game, right? I did however many shrines I did. must have not have been that many, like five or ten, if that. But the, the, the first thing that I noticed is that they all look the same, and, like, I don't know, they were just not, not only do they look the same, but they're kind of unappealing to look at even, right? Because they're all just, like, <laughs> like a bland sort of, like, you know grayish green sort of color yeah. palette you know what i mean and like there's nothing like it's all just like a little like a weird grid inside these shrines right like everything just kind of looks like a grid there's nothing visually interesting i'm not sure if this changes later on at all or you know no. right <laughs> okay right so what, what do you think about that man like i mean i guess i had noticed that but i never thought much of it no, uh, I it just, never like, put you just... off yeah, I just distinguish the shrines by like the content of the mechanic that you have to do in there or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's this one when you see the puzzle, not not like based on anything visually. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, or at least I think they could have deemed it to the area because I understand they have to like allocate resources and they can't all have a unique palette. But if right. like the desert had like sand in the shrines, or like right. falling from the ceiling or something because you're yeah. underground. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, but theme, it, right. theme it around like the region where you find them, right? Maybe not yeah. like theme every single one, but at least the ones that are like under one, in like in one particular region, like theme it around that region. It doesn't even have to be that expansive, as you say, right? Just having some sand for the desert one, even I think would be, yeah, would go a long way <laughs> would to go make a long it. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of those things, right? One of the things that I noticed, like, all right. So, so that is one thing. And then the other, because I've been thinking about RPGs, right? Because I, you know, with the, with the news about Torchlight 3 being, uh, being announced uh, yeah. for the Switch and, and me thinking about Torchlight 3 and also comparing it to Diablo 3, which is like kind of like, anyway, so I've been thinking a lot about RPGs. And I, I, and I guess the other thing that I was kind of thinking about relating it to uh, Breath of the Wild is, you know, again, this is coming something, something coming from someone who strictly only played it for like, three to five hours at most. I'd be like, I feel like I run around in that world and like I see I see these these, you know, enemies and whatever, just like, you know, when I'm walking from from one point to the next like story objective point, I'll, you know, there, there's gonna be a lot of like land that I have to like walk on. Yeah. Right. And for the most part it'll it will look a little bit empty, but then there will be some enemies. But I feel like there's no even at least so far, there hasn't even been a reason for me to really like engage with them because one they feel so far, you know, in my experience, I've felt severely overpowered by these enemies. And like, you know, I can I can engage with them and I can fight them, but like the most I'll get is like a fucking club which will break the second I find another enemy right. later on. You know what I mean? So like and again, a lot of these enemies just have like bows and they throw rocks at you. So like even if I actively try to not engage with them, I can be running really far away from them, but they'll still find a way to like attack me and like i'll just be like oh you know what i mean yeah i'll, I'll just get ex exhausted like and i don't know if, i don't know if that's something that's some something that changes later on if you just get gear that just will make you indeed feel more powerful in, in the way that an rpg kind of does right because if you're playing an rpg you're walking around these like huge terrains where like you'll be covered and swarmed in, in enemies but like you'll legitimately constantly the, the, the whole appeal of an rpg is that constant like reward right that you're getting better gear 
and you're getting stronger and that you're going to feel how much stronger you're getting. That's just something that I'm not quite getting from Breath of the Wild so far, at least. The thing is, besides the stats, nothing is a permanent upgrade, really. Uh, you can get like better armor, I guess, but pretty much you get a weapon and then you have like a power spike, but then it will eventually break and then right, you're right, still right. just Link, which does kind of suck. But I never, I always had too many weapons by the time I'd finish the game. Like I would okay. find something powerful and I'd just be like, well, uh, I guess I'll just throw this away. Okay. Um, yeah, by the end of the game. And I, because I, I like did everything kind of, not everything, everything. But right, like right. I, I felt compelled to do whatever I ran into. Okay. So I ended up like being massively overpowered and the final boss sucked. That it was so easy. Okay, but okay. So I guess my, my follow-up question to that is what does feeling massively overpowered mean? Like does that mean that you just found a lot of like very strong weapons and you have like a lot of like the hard containers? What does that really mean? Yeah, I, I had a lot of health because I wanted to get the master sword, so I had a lot of health. And then I just found out you can just hold down heavy attack with like the weapons that swing in a circle. Like there's there's like scimitars or whatever. And if you hold down attack, you just tornado until you run out of stamina. So you can just oh. kind of you could just I just found out you can just walk into a guardian and hold the button down behind yeah. it and it, it would become toppled and then you just keep doing it until it's dead. And they, there was no like more tension with the guardians because I felt like they couldn't really kill me. And also I, I had a resurrection whenever I did die. So I never like really felt in danger by the end of the game. Gotcha. Okay. Um. I mean. I, okay. I think. I think that. But do, do you think? Do you think my thoughts here are are like fair, dude? Like, do you, do you think they're like valid at all? Yeah. I think it's it's. There's no reason to fight enemies at the beginning of the game. You can't really right. use the crafting ingredients. Right. And you won't right. get anything out of it. It's better to just actually run away. There's not really any reason to fight enemies ever. Right. Exactly. And I guess that that that's just kind of what like what like put me off. Right. I feel like I'm in this huge world and like. For the most part, it feels kind of, at least from what I've played so far, again, for the most part, it felt pretty empty, except for, like, those enemies that I literally felt overpowered by right. every time that I, like, faced them, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, it just kind of, it just kind of put me off. And as you say, right, like, yeah, fucking, like, li uh, Link Between Worlds, that has, like, a, like, a, like, an overworld, too, right, that you have to, like, traverse to get from temple to temple, and that is kind of, you know, full of, like, little enemies, too, but you can just, like, it's easier to avoid. Not only is it easier to avoid, but it's also not hard to beat those, right? Because yeah. like, you always have your own weapon, your own... You'll always have, like, the, the sword that you have, the master sword, whatever you want to call it, and that'll never break. And, like, if you want to, you can just, you just spam. hit them for... Yeah. yeah, you can just hit them for, like, money or for, like, hearts and whatever, right? So, like, even then, I'm not, I'm not necessarily as put off by it. And it doesn't... Because the, the world is, of course, like, significantly, exponentially smaller. So even then, it just doesn't feel quite as empty. I don't know. Yeah, Breath of the Wild so, will, like, gate an area off with, like, a hard encounter. But you are still allowed to go there. Like, I definitely right. ran through some, like, hardships and just ignored a lot of enemies. And it went to the desert first, which seemed to be the opposite of the recommended route, which is why I did it. Right. Because I was like, right, all right, right, right. Nintendo, I'm going to take you up on, on this shit. I'll go where <laughs> right. I want. And it was which really is kind hard. Of the appeal, <laughs> which is kind of the appeal of Breath of the Wild anyway, right? Yeah. Being able to do it in the order that you want to do it and whatever, for the most part. I think it's pretty well balanced, just like geographically. Um, but but you can like run into something that you can't deal with, and then it just kills you. Right. Especially if you don't have like a means of escape. Right. But right, you can right. always yeah. um, teleport. I don't think you need to be out of combat to fast travel, so you can always just kind of bail with that tablet thing. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 again, right? Like, I do want to eventually get to the game. I don't think I'll just own it and just like let it sit there. Right. It's such a huge game that like I feel like. 
I will eventually get to it. But yeah. like I, I, I have been thinking, right? It's not, I don't know. There's a reason why I haven't felt compelled to go back to it. Or like I recently finished Link's Awakening and that's how I felt about it, right? Like, damn, I want to explore the rest of the dungeons and I want to be like this stuff you missed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas that's just not something quite that I've gotten with Breath of the Wild, despite how pretty it looks, despite how much people talk about it and whatever. So I'm just thinking about why that is, right? Because I don't think it's just... I don't know. Like, I'm right. sure there's reasons behind it. Yeah, I, I don't really feel that compelled to play it again now that I've beaten it. Like, I don't want to go back and finish all the side quests I didn't, like, actually listen to. You didn't already do. Yeah. yeah. I would I would just, like, go to Ganon. That sounds fun. I would just, like, be like, all right, three hearts, do the tutorial, and, right. and go to the tower. Like, kind of, like, not a speedrun, but, like, how they do it in speedruns where you just, like, have yeah. to be really good at the game. Does that... Right. Seems like more of the type of challenge I'm looking right. for in a... Right, right, right. Uh, 3D combat system that's not Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was just going to say that, yeah. And you can even, like, challenge yourself, right? You can, like, all right, maybe three hearts. I'm not ready for three hearts here, so I'm going to go with, like, ten hearts. Right. And then and if you down. can't beat them with ten hearts, you'll go, right, yeah. right, right, work down until, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess that's what's cool about that game, that it allows you to actually, you know, like, modify that game to however you want to play it. Right. right? Like, if, that, if that's what you want to get out of it, then you do have the option to, to do that. Yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know. This kind of things that I've been thinking about. Yeah, I would say give it a try again and, and do some yeah. more shrines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't I have do to actually that... do the shrines if you don't like them. You can just leave it. So are there any shrines that are like, like you have to actually beat them for the story or no? Besides the tutorial ones to like leave the plateau, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't know that I knew that. I'm pretty um, sure. Right. I mean, I, I think it makes sense, right? You just yeah. have to do like... Temples and yeah, you could. I don't think you ever have to like talk to anyone or do any story. It took me a very long time to like <laughs> to talk to Impa, even right. I think that's kind of where I left off, right? Talk to Impa and then go do like the tablet thing where they like validate it for you or whatever they right. do. But I had already like beaten two of the beasts at that point. And Impa was like, Oh no my shit, god, what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, damn, I, that's like the first thing that I did. Well, right? that's, like, yeah, I was like, like, All right, it's open world, I'm gonna blatantly ignore all input right, right, right. from the game uh, yeah right which i think is cool too right i yeah I, re- I respect that and i think i i can see the value and the fun in doing it that way for sure yeah but then yeah. once i got to the story i was like oh, this is, i'm just i'm already doing it i don't need this right, right, tell right. me to do it right yeah makes sense well shit dude i there's something that i for for the sake of the cohesiveness of this episode something that i probably should have brought up at the beginning uh-huh. of the episode, but I, I totally forgot to um no, I just I just went out, dude, for the first time in like at least at least two months, if not oh, longer. Yeah. Not gonna lie, right? Yeah. Um, so there's still we're still doing that thing, right? Where like only people with a certain whose whose ID number is in a certain digit can go out right. on a certain day, right? There was the day that I was allowed to like transit, and I was like, all right, forget it. I need to get out of the house, right? So I went out and I went to my favorite coffee uh, coffee shop called Cafetano. I'm not sure that I've ever said that on the show. Uh, shout out to them if they for whatever reason. <laughs> ever listen to the show uh hit us up with a sponsorship uh-huh. <laughs> um but damn dude i had a cortado man it's like it's the first cortado that i've had i think since since that one cortado that i had with madeline and spencer friends of the show madeline and spencer right. back at thinking cup when i was in boston in february man. you uh drink it in your car i had yeah they're still not i don't think any restaurants are, are yet allowed to like host people inside the restaurant right you know, because we had that. I'm not sure that I, that I brought this up on the show before, um, but they did try to. Oh, yeah. There's a whole episode about this uh, smart reopening. Oh, the, or whatever yeah, reaperture or whatever. 
Right, right. Intelligent reaperture. And that was like a big, big failure, right? Right. So we're going back to like the very first steps of the pandemic and whatever. So like, I don't think any restaurants or shops like that are really uh, allowed to like host people indoors. So like I did have to drink it in the car. And the other issue was, I, you know, my idea was to bring it back home and like sit here in my room or in the house and whatever mm-hmm. and just drinking. Um, but mom and I did want to stop by uh, this bread shop, like bakery, not bread shop, bakery. So there is, so it's called Panimas, and they do have a, they do have a store at the same sort of shopping center where my favorite coffee shop is. But that store is, they, they weren't operating at the moment, right? I'm not sure if it was just closed for the day, yeah. or if they're not opening that one at all these days. So we had to go to the other one, which was like really far away. So like, while my mom went into the bakery to get the breads and whatever, I like sat in the car and sipped out my coffee. So I just. It's not ideal, right? I, I, I mm-hmm. would have preferred to have it here at the house, but like it was still so good. Yeah, I feel like an I feel like an entirely new man after <laughs> having that, dude. I don't know if you ever had a cortado. I'm not sure. No, I've like never. It. I mean, maybe you've probably gotten it, and then I just had some of it, but I've never yeah, ordered yeah, one. Yeah. It's. I think. Um, I'm. Not, I forget exactly. I, I think it's a one to one ratio with espresso and milk, mm-hmm. and then it just has like a tiny, tiny layer of froth milk over at the top, so you can see like the little like. And they serve it. Well, of course, I got it to go, right? So they didn't serve yeah. it in a glass cup. But they usually, if you're drinking it at the cup at the shop, they serve it in a glass cup where you can actually like see a little line of the milk. And I think that's super cool. It's, I don't know. It's a fun drink, and it's and it's and it's really really good. So uh, yeah, I wanted to say that you know give a little uh, update on my first excursion out of the goddamn house. Yeah, damn, dude. I I needed it, man. I needed it. It felt so refreshing. There were so the other coffee shop that's really popular here in Honduras is Espresso Americano, which is basically like our version, if you will, of uh, Starbucks in the sense that like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the the cheaper option. And, and it's like the that one the that chain. they have. As the, yeah, it's the big chain that you find one like at every other like fucking corner. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't go to that. I go to like a, to like a more specialty, if, if you will, coffee shop, right? Like they grow their own coffee and whatever. They sell their own brand of coffee and stuff. Um, but we drove past so many espresso americanos and they were all out the ass man all of them you know there was there was a bit of a line at the coffee shop that i at cafetano where i went to nowhere near any of the other espresso americanos that we drove past um i'm guessing probably because it's cheaper right and people like know it i don't know it's but, crazy how many how chain like there's so much demand for chains people are like oh this is there's yeah. starbucks everywhere but there's people in all the starbucks so right they're, they're there for a reason and I mean, Cafe Tano is a big, is a bit of a chain too. They've opened like a few stores in the last like year or two, but I still think, I don't know, man, they are my favorite store, right? So even then I still prefer to go to them. Right. It's like fucking espresso americano, you know? And like, uh, so I got a cortado, I got my mom a latte, and then I got a little brownie. Dude, there's a Starbucks, there's a Starbucks at the mall here. And then in the huge mall parking lot, there's a, so the Starbucks in the mall is like in the Target. It's like it's partnered with Target, oh, gotcha. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's an independent Starbucks in the parking lot of the mall. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. across the street from that parking lot, there's a Barnes and Noble that also has a Starbucks. Right. God damn. And they're all within like the same hundred foot right. radius from each other. It's insane, man. Same same shit happens. Like the mall that's like a few minutes away from my house. It, let me let me let me do a, re- a quick recount in my head. So yeah. one, two, three, at least four. The mall here has at least four espresso americanos. Jeez. This mall is not large by any means. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, what 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 were the malls in by Clark that we went to? Solomon Pond and like Solomon the other Pond one? and Blackstone is the outdoor one. Yeah, like maybe the same size of Solomon Pond, if not okay. smaller. 
you know? Yeah. And even then, it has fucking forest put us on the yeah. inside it, man. Inside it. That's yeah. insane. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild, right? Um, so that and another thing that was funny for me to notice going out is so our version of Uber Eats, like the biggest version of Uber Eats that we get here is called Ugo, right? Like Hugo, but Ugo. Okay, and the concept okay. <laughs> the concept is these dudes who ride bikes, they'll have these like like uh square shaped backpacks. And these these are like like thermal backpacks or whatever to like keep uh, your food yeah. warm or cold or whatever. Um and and so their their brand is all like purple, right? So the dudes will be wearing like the like the, their corresponding purple uniform and the bags will be their their backpack things would be purple too, and they'll they'll be riding bikes, right? Like motorbikes. Yeah. That's that's how they deliver food. And so we drove past the Denny's. And there were so many goddamn Ugos like parked outside Denny's, man. Like, right. So many people must be ordering food off of Denny's through Ugo. And I don't know. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was really funny to like look at, like to like see that, right? Because so many, dude. It looked like they kind of look like flies over like food that's been left outside or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the vibe that I got. My neighbors keep getting pancakes from uh, one of the restaurants around here. It's not like a Denny's, oh, yeah. but like I keep seeing the truck come by. Is the actual restaurant who's like delivering it? I guess like the actual restaurant. It must delivery. be. Yeah. Do you have any kind of? I don't know how big it is the the town or city where you live in, but like, do you get like Uber Eats and and all those kind of like we drugs? Uh, we used to not get Uber, and then we started getting Uber, okay. and we do have some delivery service because I've definitely had it before, but I don't like remember Grubhub which one it is. Yeah, there's something. There's something oh, there. God. Yeah, it might be Uber Eats. Um, so that, yeah, I don't think I noticed anything else in particular that caught my attention after leaving, not leaving the house for months. Right. Everything kind of looked the same. There's been some construction that's, you know, like seen some progress, but other than that, like it, the city still feels pretty, definitely not nearly as transited as it otherwise would be, you know, under regular non-pandemic circumstances, but it was definitely, it definitely did feel very transited, more transited than I expected. I don't know what you mean by transited. Uh, transited as in like traffic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Trafficked. Okay, right. That's probably a better word. I'm I'm thinking about the Spanish word. Yeah, transitado is what you would say in Spanish. Uh, but yeah, I guess yeah. I guess I did see a lot more traffic than I expected. There's still a lot of people out around here. People going to yeah. restaurants and and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of drive-throughs were out the. Cinnabon was out the ass. Yeah. Um, McDonald's wasn't out the ass, but I did see a couple of like cars waiting in line and stuff for the drive-throughs and stuff. So I don't know. It, it's interesting too, right? Like it's as as like sad and whatever this situation is it is kind of also kind of like interesting god damn Seeing how people like adapt and whatever how the city changes and everything yeah i think there's gonna be a lot of things closed like, like permanently the, you mean yeah when the dust settles right. and people start reopening i don't think everything's gonna reopen yeah right the financial strain right right yeah man um wait hold on dude i think there's something else in the bag where where they serve my uh my, my brownies it's what the fuck is this oh shit dude you know what it is wait wait it's the hot tickler, dog. Hot tickler. <laughs> uh, these, these keep getting dumber and dumber. Uh, but no, whatever. That's pretty right. good. Uh, cool. Okay. So, so you know, dude, books, right? We've all read them. We've all owned some, right? It's a hot take. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So where I'm going with this is earlier this week, I saw a dude, whatever, right? Twitter, who gives a shit about anything mm. anyone ever says on Twitter, right? But it's also fun to like engage in like debates or whatever you want to call it with people on Twitter. So I saw this account called Opiniones, right? That's kind of that's what the account is called, Opiniones, whatever, whatever. It's a Honduran person. And I saw a tweet from them. Someone liked it or commented on it or whatever. I don't follow these people. 
And what they commented, the, the original tweet was something about like, I've recently discovered how much better hard covers are as opposed to soft covers or, or paperbacks, I guess is the actual word in there. Yeah. Um, as opposed to paperbacks. And like, they, they, went, they, went out, they went all out to say that, yeah, hard covers are much better. And then there was, uh, there was this other dude commenting on that saying some shit like, like, yeah, dude, they're so much better, right? Like I would, I even go out of my way to like, if I read a paperback that I really like, I will go out of my way to purchase a, a, uh, a new hardcover copy of that book and whatever. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, whatever, right? It's fine. But they just, it, it started to rub me the wrong way because they started getting all like weird pseudo poetic about it, right? Because like the other dude eventually was like, because the, the original poster was like, oh, that actually sounds like a good idea or whatever. And then the dude who originally commented was something, said something like, be careful if you start doing that because it could get super addictive and what you know what I mean like they're 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 getting that like 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 sort of like virtuous signaling over over how cool they are because of because the fact that they read yeah you know what I mean so whatever right I just commented saying that I commented saying something like I'll always encourage people to like actually own their books and like all right sorry there's a lot of uh, my dad's on the phone outside and it's kind of loud I don't know that it's coming through all right I'm gonna close my door real quick I'll be right back okay. I'll be right back Okay, right, cool. dude. Owen yeah. sent this picture to the WhatsApp group chat. Oh, <laughs> and he no, says, dude. "My dad dropped the last pizza for tonight," <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Owen's dad holding like no. a pizza, not a stone, whatever you scoop it with the pizza tray with yeah. a with just like an empty yeah, crust, yeah, yeah. and then outside the grass is just like covered in filling, and his dad is, is <laughs> just looks really sad. <laughs> God damn! How does that photo. even happen? Uh, it probably just yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> this, this is this is for like a like a meme, like an Instagram meme page kind of photo, you know? Yeah, it's a good it's image. Really good. It's really Shout good. out to Owen's dad. Yeah, hell yeah. We we hope you uh, find it in you to overcome the, this tough time. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. No. Cool. So what I was saying is like I commented back saying like Nah, dude. Like I'm all about paperbacks because you know they're they're more malleable to like adjust them to however you feel most comfortable holding right. it. Not only that, but they're also lighter and take you. You usually take up a lot less space, like in your backpacks and your whatever, right? And so, like the dude commented back saying, "Like I think that's fair, but I also do like this other dude's idea about buying a paper uh, hardcover of a paperback you really like because presentation on a so that it, so because the presentation of a like bookshelf is also impressive or spectacular. That's the, that's kind of like the wording that he used, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way, man." When you start getting all like pseudo poetic about like your the books that you own and that the fact that you read and whatever, that's what really rubs me the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like I own my books and I like I'll carry them around with me and whatever. Like I'll just throw them in my book bags, fold the corners of the of the pages that I like the best, right? So I can like find them easily and I'll like yeah. annotate them. I'll I'll underline shit and write my own notes and whatever. Because I do think that doing that has like enriched my reading experience since like since I started doing this like ten years ago. Right. Right. However, if you do choose to not do that because you get all the fulfillment that you that you the you know that you're looking to get out of a book by just reading it from cover to cover without, you know, like touching the book or just you know like annotating it or anything, mm -hmm. then like I can also 100% understand that, right? Um, and so like I told I told that to this guy, right? I'm like, yo, you know, like this is how I treat my books because it just made it a lot more enriching. Um, and then the dude went off to say some bullshit. Then this is what really just like pissed me the fuck off, right? He said some shit like, "Yeah, you're right. I think it's I think it's a matter of taste, right? Like I'll sometimes underline my books and whatever, 
but folding the pages to me is a sin. That's what he said <laughs> with those words, man. And that's the shit that I just can't take, right? Because, dude, the reason I do this is because for the longest time, I've actually had to read books to study them. Yeah. And I don't mean to say that, to say that, you know, in the sense of like, I read better than you. That's not what I mean to say. It's just that like, I have as much fun doing that for, for books that I'm reading for class as I do for books that I'm reading for pleasure, right? It's literally legitimately fun for me to like annotate and like underline and write notes on the books that I read for pleasure too. You know what right. I mean? I get so much more out of my own reading experience by doing that. To have someone tell me that doing that, to have someone tell me that doing that to them is a sin, like fuck that bullshit, dude. Like who the fuck do you think you are? And I guess my hot take is this, right? Like if you're going to be like, if if the physical condition, the this like sort of like pristine, immaculate physical condition of a book adds so much more to your experience when you're reading, like are you actually are you actually enjoying the reading or are you actually enjoying how good you look with that pristine book in your hands? You know what I mean? I mean, if you don't want it to get dirty, you should just buy it and not read it. <laughs> That's like, right. Exactly, dude. Like books. And, and, and I was having a conversation with, with, my, with my friend. Shout out to my friend Liza. She, she was saying something like, like books and literature itself is meant to like have people engage with it and if you're just going to take literature for what it is and just like not engage with it at all not interact with it just and not like engage with it in any sort of way then why are you, are you even reading you know what i mean like yeah that's not like the point at all you know not only that but also books talk about a lot of fucked up shit you know what i mean like my favorite book of all time is of mice and men and like a lot of awful shit happens in that book, right, right? Like, people people are unfaithful people are racist people are violent so like I understand that those themes are important and writing about those themes is important to bring those themes to the conversation so people can talk about them and whatever. But like these books are fucked up, right? Like the stories that they're telling are fucked up. So why would you hold a book that contains these fucked up, however important, however fun they are to read and whatever, why would you hold this physical object that that holds these fucked up stories to this sort of like, idealized pure immaculate fucking sacred status well i don't think it has anything to do with the content you don't think so okay nah. so okay maybe with like the bible or whatever because it's like right right, 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 right symbol right. but yeah no right, i would right, say right. generally no it you shouldn't base like the physical treatment of the book on the content at all unless you're like right. this book sucks let's burn it i guess right 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 <laughs> exactly well yeah but you but you know what i mean like and so, and so that's what pisses me off, right? Like people telling me that I, that what I have, the way that I treat my books is a sin, right? Like who, right. like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, who are you to say that shit to me? You know what I mean? Like, that's how I get the most. So, so again, I, I, if it is your choice to like be delicate with your books and like keep them in a presentable shape or, or, or whatever, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, Right. I'm not going to tell people, dude, write on your book. No, I will always encourage that you do because it's made my own reading experience so much better. So like I would imagine there's a chance that it might make it better for you too. But like I don't think you're dumb for not doing it, right? I don't think you're a sinner for not doing that. You right. know what I mean? So the, when someone comes and tells me shit like that, that's when I get like really pissed off, right? Because it just sounds like fake fucking virtual signaling. You know what I mean? Like who are you trying to – I don't know. Like what are you, who, what are you trying to – look like you know what i mean telling right. me that it's a sin to like fold the page the pages that i like you know what i mean so that i can like find them easier whatever well i think the problem is that this person is talking about collecting books but they're they're saying that they like reading books and they're completely different things right i can i can understand if you if you're like collecting 
that's yeah. just one thing. It's right? like you if know, you uh, if you collect comics and you have one that you like don't open because it's so valuable, right. that's fine, and you can you can be free to enjoy doing that. But it's not the same activity as reading comics. It's just it may be related because you love it so much, but they're right. not the same hobby, and you have to be right. able to separate. <laughs> like that book, if you're not touching it, is not for reading. It's it's for show or like right, and that's that. You bring another important point because what this dude actually said, I'm looking at the tweet right now, is that they buy the hardcover for a subsequent second read, right? So right. like, so like you're talking about collecting and keeping them pristine, and then you're also talking about reading them. There, and yeah, I think what you're bringing up is very, very, very important too, right? They're not, they're not the same thing. Again, I can understand if you're keeping your books in good condition because you're you're collecting them. That's one thing, but if you're gonna be reading them. That's a whole other issue. And if you're going to be reading them, then don't come to me saying that like folding them, the pages is a sin to you. You know what I right. mean? If you're not like if you're collecting, that's one thing. But if you're reading them, then don't fucking tell me that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I think I think I brought up all the all the points that I wanted on this topic. Um, I don't know if you have anything to, to, to add to this, man. Uh, I think if you have books that you don't read, you should give them to someone else honestly right 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 or yeah. just give them to the library yeah yeah do you uh do you how do you handle your books like the ones that you uh, like own i understand the library books you have to like not fuck up right not only because they belong to the library but also so that other people can have access to them as well you know, yeah I, I i get that but like what about books that you own um i mean i'm looking behind me i have a lot of just like school books a lot of textbooks computer yeah. science stuff like right. uh, uh, some philosophy and english stuff and then, and then, like a few stories that I've just like been given as gifts over right, right. over like years and stuff. For that, uh, I bought like the Silmarillion and stuff. But I don't keep a lot of books on hand. The only gotcha. closest thing to collecting books, I guess, is that I'm trying to read all the books in the Discworld series, which is like a very long series of novels that has so many different print editions. And I just think it's interesting that it's it, they're both like hard to find, and all of them right. are generally unique. So, right. so I have like all these weirdly, oddly shaped books next to each other, and they don't even look like they're from the same uh, decade, let alone the same oh, series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep, they just keep getting released. But even if I didn't get East of Eden uh, from the library, I feel like after I read it, I got I got it. Like I got what I wanted to get out of it, and I yeah, I could like investigate the way that that is done, like the way right it manifests in the story more but i i honestly felt like it would be it would be like kind of missing the point for me at least to keep that book and not and not let someone else read it like it right it felt more uh in in step with the themes to to pass it on give it back yeah. yeah right 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 right. yeah and that's another thing dude i don't really mind it, you know like if you're actually gonna like fucking read the book i don't mind like borrowing out my books at all dude in fact mm-hmm. i think well, I think I, I, I borrowed out my copy of Android Cream of Electric Sheep a long time ago. And I don't think the person I borrowed it out to has ever read it. But right. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. And that's actually like another another point that some people have, because this is something that I've talked about with a lot of people. Some people have brought up the point that like, you know, like if you're if you're reading a book from someone who's like annotated it and whatever. So what they the argument that they give me is like, you won't be able to put in your own thought because you will be conflicted by reading the notes that this other person wrote into their books. And I'm like, no, dude, like we're human beings. We're capable of our own rational thought. Right. right. <laughs> I, th- I think it's interesting. 
I in fact think it's a lot more interesting to see, for example, if you were to if you were to let me borrow a book that you own that you like wrote your own notes. Yeah. In, I would think it's super interesting to see what you think and to like then compare how I'm how I'm perceiving the story and how I am analyzing it, right? I don't think yeah. I don't think seeing your notes would make me think, oh, Matthew thought this. So like that's just how it is, I guess. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Dude, like, I mean, that's the same as just reading anything. It's just exactly. more text in the book. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? So like Again, if you don't want to write in their books, I think that's fine. Just I don't think that's a valid argument for not writing in your book. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's fine to write in your own book, but I think if someone wanted to read the book without some writing in it, I think that's also fair. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And and I do get that, right? I just mean that in the sense of like the way that they worded it to me, right? Just like, but that's going to interrupt how you understand the book. No, I don't think that's a valid argument. You are yeah. capable of your own rational thoughts, right? <laughs> this conversation is getting like dangerously close to the idea of authorial intent and like what is text, and we right. are at fifteen minutes, so we should probably <laughs> no. steer away from. This. You're you're right. You're right. It is. It is. A, it's just. I don't know. Just that one tweet from that dude that said that it's a sin to fold the pages. That that kind of fucking language just irritates right. me, right? Because well, can you synthesize this like discussion into? A one sentence hot take. Don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that people should pseudo poetic about the physical conditions of their books because someone like me, I genuinely, uh, you know, handle the, the way that I handle my books, like writing in them and whatever, because it makes my reading experience so much more, so much richer. Right. right? So, like, I understand if you don't like, if you like to keep your books in a certain condition, I understand that, but don't tell me that the way that I read my books is wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I think. I think that's. that's I don't have a lot of Cool. Do you have anything else you want to add to today's episode? I watched half of a movie today, but it will remain nice. unnamed because Sean Penn is in it. Ah, oh, shit, dude. Maybe when I finished it, we can broach the topic. But it's not. Yeah. I am Sam. Is it? No, it's old. Okay. You, you. Okay. You can. You can tell me off off the air. Maybe I can give it a watch and we can talk about well, it. Well, I'll finish it first. See if it's actually okay. good. Oh. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 How have you felt about Sean Penn's performances so far? Do you want to talk about uh, that yet? It's or pretty, yet? pretty average in this film. Okay, 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 okay. The premise is pretty cool, and the acting is fine. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, well, shit, dude. I don't know. What have we? Uh, what have we learned? Uh, let's see. I learned about American Starbucks. Was it Cafe Americano? Is that it? Es- Espresso Americano. Espresso yeah. Americano. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. I just kind of assumed it would be Starbucks in other countries. Like I know I'm- you probably have Starbucks as well. No, we actually don't. We don't. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure Espresso Americano is so big that they keep preventing from that to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure, but I I know that that's not we we haven't had a an actual Starbucks here yet. I don't know. I guess I'm like partly just cynical and uh, used to like corporations existing like everywhere in the world is the same, yeah. different weather. Right. right, right. <laughs> kind of. Well, I mean, it's a fair assumption. We get McDonald's. Like, yeah. And I know that there are other countries in the world that do have Starbucks, right? Yeah. 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 I've been playing The Outer Worlds, which is like, it's very much about capitalism and, right. and, uh, I play that, man. Corporations and stuff. It's really good. If you like New Vegas, it's just New Vegas, but in space right. with better right. combat. I've never played it all out, but like, I'm just, the, just the, the, the story of it all just seems pretty interesting to me. Yeah. And honestly, that's the kind of game that I would want to own on my Switch, but I've heard it just looks like Garbo. Yeah, it's apparently it's not very quality of experience on the Switch. Yeah, like I own The Witcher on on the Switch, and that looks yeah. that looks pretty good, right? Like 
it doesn't i don't know like i'm sure i know it looks better on consoles but like it doesn't look that much better for me to like think it was a mistake to buy it on the switch if that makes right. sense you know um i guess i learned about the fact that you know it's kind of the same shit that i learned last week i i learned the layer that like he was actually in prison while the polling was going on so like he but also the other dude like organized oh, yeah this, yeah right this right right i learned that the fact that the other dude orchestrated the whole bullshit yeah yeah. interesting very interesting and like we're, we are trying to to get uh shyan shy boy roy into the show right. again. tune in next week when we actually remember to do this joke oh right <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to owen's dad shout out to owen's dad uh does is there anything you want to say to owen i think you and owen have had enough beef recently over the stupid coffee cake thing and <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that fucker i hope You're he right. gets i hope he gets his pizza yeah 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 sounds good all right, man. Well, I think we don't have anything else. Thank you for your time, dude. This has been a good fucking time. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's refreshing to talk about Breath of the Wild. I forgot that even existed. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, well, shit, dude. All right. Peace out, man. Yeah, I'll see you later.